Hey people, I'm Molly Wood, here with my weekly dispatch from the land of tech and business. This week, I have been pretty much embedded in tech and business in the land of music. I'm in New Orleans, sadly not for Jazz Fest, which continues into this weekend. I'm here for Collision. That's a conference that's brought about 10,000 startup founders and marketing people, biz dev folks, engineers, investors, and journalists like me to town. And you know what I noticed at Collision? There are also a lot of athletes here. Yeah, athletes. Retired NFL greats Brett Favre and Tiki Barber are here. Retired NBA star Shane Battier, Jets wide receiver Brandon Marshall, Lawyer Malloy, he got a Super Bowl ring with the Patriots. Even, and I love this, WWE legend Mick Foley. Yes, you guys, a professional wrestler is here. In fact, there was an entire conference track dedicated to sports. It featured these athletes as investors and board members and pitch men. So I got curious and I tracked down Shane Battier. He retired from the Miami Heat. Now he's 37. He's looking for the next stage in his career. And I said, is the tech industry like the new car dealership? Like, is this where, <laughs> where everybody's going to go? I, I think it's trending that way. So, but why? I know when I retired, uh, the thing I missed the most was, was the action of the NBA. When I was thinking about what, you know, what am I going to do next, um, I've always been a techie. I've always enjoyed technology. And of all the things out there, this is most similar to like a, like a basketball arena. The stakes are high. It's win or go home. Uh, there's an excitement. There's an energy. Uh, and so I know for the guys like Steve Nash and Carmelo Anthony uh, and myself, we, we, we share those feelings. Brian Wilhite is CEO of Score Sports. It's a social network that offers access to athletes and, of course, nonstop sports ball talk. Brett Favre is on their board of directors, and Wilhite said that sports and tech are just evolving together. In the last couple of years, we have a intersection between sports and technology, and it's new. It's it's the brave new world. Prior to two or three years ago, in this when the second screen and in stadium second screen started to get a buzz, it was all about broadcast, watch it in television. But now you're, it's really like interactivity. So I do think that the athletes are, are driving this themselves. The folks around the athletes are probably tapping on the brakes, saying, "Oh my God, I hope this works out." And indeed, it is not a huge list of athletes who are turning to tech venture capital. There are some big names on that list, though. Derek Jeter, LeBron James, Steph Curry, David Beckham. And of course, athlete salaries just keep getting bigger, so some of these big names can afford to play. But like Shane Battier said, that's the exciting part. You could lose it all. Simon Ogus is co-founder and COO of SportTechie.com, an online publication for, obviously, sports and tech. What's really, I think, aided um, professional athletes from uh, reinvesting and being able to find these really good opportunities is that sports uh, they are kind of catching up with uh, technology, which in turn has uh, enabled a lot of people to start really producing new products on the wearables, sports science side, uh, and given these athletes a lot of opportunity to not only invest, but become a brand ambassador as well. And as athletes move into tech, the tech is moving into sports. In fact, some of the titans of the tech world are taking over the sports industry, changing the entire infrastructure. You're seeing the new owners in the NBA, Steve Ballmer with the Los Angeles Clippers. He's coming from Microsoft. Vivek uh, Ranadive at the Kings. He's coming from uh, the tech startup community. These guys who have, you know, worked in the tech community, are used to taking risks, aren't, you know, really feeling boxed in by the status quo. They're really able to turn their teams into to incubators. 
The LA Dodgers and Philadelphia 76ers actually both just launched sports tech incubators. They announced they're going to start funding companies that could potentially give their teams an advantage. As for Battier, he's doing other typical post-retirement athlete stuff, not a steakhouse, but he runs a foundation with his wife that's dedicated to education and providing college scholarships. When it comes to his angel investing, he mostly goes with what he knows. I have a mixed bag. I've invested in companies like SeatGeek, um, League Apps, Rona Apparel. We're trying to be the uh, Lululemon for men. Oh. Uh, yeah, really do, the, do you have the see-through pants? Uh, no, no. We're, we're trying to keep some, uh, some secrets and uh, <laughs> something for, for the illusion. But let's be real here. History is littered with examples of athletes who lost all their money making bad investments. Seems like Battier should be okay, though. Sporting News named you the seventh most intelligent athlete. <laughs> Which what the what is that? Well, that's, that's like being the world's tallest uh, short person. <laughs> All right, at the end of the day, you're still a short person. So, but that, still, are you like mad about who's ahead of you? Who's ahead of you? No, it's pretty sharp guys. You know, it's pretty sharp guys. I, I work hard. I'm a grinder, and I've had some success with that formula. So, oh, see, anyone can do it. That's it for this week. I talked to a lot of other interesting people at Collision this week, including celebrity chef Rocco Despirito. He gave me a protein bar that filled me up for like a day and a half. And Heather Gallagher, the woman who's the chief technical officer for Burning Man. She is amazing. Look for those conversations in future episodes of The Dispatch. But for now, I need one last mint julep and a nap. Talk soon.